0: welcome to the laser therapy institute weekly podcast the world's first podcast about medical laser therapy for healthcare providers each week we discuss the latest research interviews with experts and how laser therapy can enhance your practice now here is the founder of lti and your host dr jason roundtree hey thanks for joining me again this week on the laser therapy institute weekly podcast my name is jason roundtree and i'm your host again today I'm a chiropractor, and I'm also a certified medical laser safety officer. I founded LTI to bring effective laser therapy training solutions to healthcare providers that are seeking to use laser therapy in practice, specifically high-intensity laser therapy, class 4 laser therapy. And so, when I saw this systematic review was published, I knew I would enjoy doing a podcast episode on this particular review i'll give you the title of the review right off the top here it's called the beneficial effects of high intensity laser therapy and co-interventions on musculoskeletal pain management a systematic review this was published in the journal of lasers and medical science in january of this year january of 2020 so a new review it's quite interesting although it's fairly short and it lets us draw some conclusions about high intensity laser therapy now That's been one of the criticisms, right, that we've heard occasionally, is that high-intensity laser therapy just doesn't have enough evidence behind it like low-intensity laser does. And really, that can be answered by saying, well, these have the same effects. Even the dosage is the same. The major difference between high-intensity laser therapy and low-intensity laser therapy is that the lower-power treatments just take longer to apply. And a matter of fact, I'll read you a quote from this study. They say, The main difference between high-intensity laser and low-power laser is that the more powerful beams are irradiated to penetrate deeper, bringing a desired high amount of multidirectional energy to deep tissues in a short time. So we're also talking about some penetration there, and, and saying that you know higher intensity means we can, as a matter of fact, penetrate deeper, which is quite exciting when we're talking about treating deeper injuries. And just to make sure that I'm giving you enough info here we're not talking about surgical lasers we're not talking about uh, even cosmetic lasers we're not ablating or superheating any of the tissues there there can sometimes be a little bit of a thermal effect from class 4 lasers high-intensity lasers and where you won't see that necessarily with class 3 lasers but even LED light therapy pads can generate quite a bit of warmth and give you some level of thermal effect but the point here is that The light that you're driving into the tissues, the infrared light you're driving into the tissues, stimulates a number of responses in the cells of the damaged area you're talking about, and that promotes healing. And so when we're talking about low power laser versus high intensity laser, which has been called cold laser versus warm laser, or uh, class 3 lasers versus class 4 lasers, you know, is there really a difference? Well the main difference is not in the way that the light works. The main difference is the time that it takes to deliver the treatment and how deep you can get into the tissues with that. Okay, so this is a systematic review, right? So they, they started with a lot of studies. They actually started with 52 studies and then filtered them down based on quality controls and ended up with 19 studies they felt were of high enough quality to include with the study. And really fascinating here. Uh, these all these studies were on musculoskeletal pain conditions, and they found that 94% of these studies they looked at revealed positive effects of laser therapy on pain. These were all high-intensity laser therapy studies, so 94% all showed positive effects on pain. That's, that's a pretty big deal, especially when you consider that the main cause of uh, pain, in adults at least, is a musculoskeletal pain condition. So not only is laser therapy effective in the high-intensity ranges, but they also looked at a couple of other interesting facts here, and they found that laser therapy results could be drastically affected by the presence of non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. So patients who were getting high-intensity laser therapy and also taking NSAIDs got much poorer results than those who were just doing laser therapy. And given the fact that they had 19 of these studies, they were also able to say that, look, if you're doing high intensity laser, you should be somewhere in the neighborhood of at least 10 sessions, and you should be using laser settings that include pulsed light, not just continuous wave light. That means that the light will flash a certain number of times every second. And the pulsing that can be used is anywhere from one hertz, 2 hertz, all the way up to even 20,000 hertz, 20,000 flashes within a second. And that tends to have, according to these researchers, better effects overall. Now, a lot of the studies that they looked at did laser therapy, but they also included some other co interventions as well, right? And that's in the, in the title. Uh, co interventions meaning additional therapies or medications that were used simultaneously with laser therapy being done. Now, a real common co-intervention with laser therapy a lot of times is exercise therapy. So, these researchers took the studies that had laser therapy with exercises and looked at those a little bit separately from laser therapy plus anything else. And what they found is that with laser therapy and exercise, they had very good effects on osteopenia, plantar fasciitis, and osteoarthritic knees. And in the group of studies where they did laser therapy and then other interventions, things like uh, interferential and uh, more passive modalities, they saw best results with chronic back pain, juvenile rheumatoid arthritis, um, and and things like wound healing. Which makes sense, right? I mean, you're not going to give exercises to a patient for wound healing. There's not really uh, any point in doing that. Another finding they were able to see by looking at all these different studies was that Quote, we should apply more irradiance of laser therapy in chronic pain conditions. Now, irradiance means the amount of light that's delivered to tissues, and it's a function of the power of the light, as well as the time that the light is applied, and the total area covered. So, with your chronic pain, chronic musculoskeletal pain conditions, more power, more time, and probably a little bit more of an area for most of these patients, larger region that you're going to be treating, rather than small points, which is pretty typical when you're using low-intensity lasers. So given all this, the fact that NSAIDs tend to reduce effects of laser, that laser therapy sessions should be at least about 10 or more, and that you should be using pulse light, that you should use higher irradiance for the chronic patient versus the acute pain patient. All these different things really fit into the art of applying laser, and it can take some knowledge, it can take some practice to really get pretty good at this. Laser Therapy Institute programs give you a shortcut to that. You can jump right in with protocols that you know are going to work, help you troubleshoot patients who aren't responding like you think they should, and make sure that their outcomes are all gonna be be better than uh, guessing and hoping. Again, looking at the evidence, we have more and more evidence every year that laser therapy works, and in this case specifically, that high-intensity laser therapy can work. And high-intensity laser therapy treatments being shorter and delivering deeper, penetrating light means they should be easier to apply in clinic for you and your staff and they should work better. If you have questions on how to get better at your patient results with laser therapy, what kind of equipment you should be looking at using, technique, all of it, jump on our website, lasertherapyinstitute.org, shoot me an email, info at lasertherapyinstitute.org, and I'll look forward to speaking with you again next week. Subscribe now to keep learning about the growing field of laser therapy. Check out our patient-focused podcast, Healing at the Speed of Light, a great resource for your patients. For massive practice growth and improved patient outcomes, become a certified Laser Therapy Institute clinic. Learn how at lasertherapyinstitute.org.